What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast, flying solo yet again for another episode of Luke's Like That Manga. Read this manga. Me and the Like That Legion up in here, and we are rolling hot off the presses yet again this week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, because if you were listening, uh, we did not have on the Patreon, we didn't have a Early Access Manga Monday on the Patreon. We did a hot off the presses this week with brand new series, Cho Ujin X. Oh my goodness. And you know when it's hot off the presses that we go straight onto that general feed. Oh my goodness. Usually we, we talk about the early access on the Weird Science Manga Patreons. And that's where you get all the crispy Manga Monday action, of course. That's where you get your early access 14 extra episodes, the the full Manga Monday experience, so I'm told, oh my goodness, but as a hot off the presses title, such as this Choujin X, I don't know if it's Choujin or Chojin, I don't know the specifics, okay, I don't, <laughs> in my head it's Choujin X, that's what I'm saying, but it, it was a big hitter out of nowhere, and that's the thing, dropped out of the blue, and last Monday, nobody was expecting this, even those that have their ears to the pulse of the manga streets. They did not see this one coming. Uh, and a big hitter coming from Sui Ishida. Oh my goodness, Sui Ishida of the Tokyo Ghoul and the Tokyo Ghoul re-fame. Oh wow, it's a, it's a big deal. Uh, and you can see, like, it's what it... And you can see from, what, 500 comments uh, on the Manga Plus chapter week one? That it was a big deal. And it was something that me and Jim actually, we had a lot of fun with. It was a little bit long in the tooth. We seem to be saying that a lot recently. A little bit long in the tooth, uh, perhaps. I think it, it was over the 80 pages. And a lot of that was the double page splashes at the end. But I still think if you had it trimmed a little bit, it would have been really good. But nonetheless, a solid debut for this new series from Ishida. Uh, and he seems to be taking it at his own pace, apparently. He's, he's not in any rush with the next chapter, it just says coming soon, so we're going to have to wait. But while we wait, what if we took a trip back down memory lane and see some of Ishida's other work, such as the aforementioned Tokyo Ghoul? Oh my goodness, his his big series. Like this is the this is the big one. And I'm going to let you in on a, a little sneaky tidbit here. Dear listener, I am unfamiliar with Tokyo Ghoul. Me and Jim both have not read or watched any of the Tokyo Ghoul. All I know about Tokyo Ghoul is that I know that they used the song from the anime in a lot of memes. Uh, That's pretty funny. And I also know that the box sets, the manga box sets, they, they look pretty crispy. But that's a story for another day. We're not going to be talking about the boxes just about yet. Because we are going to talk about chapter one instead. I figure, you know, since we just talked about Choujin X on the Manga Monday main episode on the general feed, it'd be a good time to check out the other work. Check out the Tokyo Ghouls. A little bit spookier, so I'm told. A little bit of the the, the monsters. A little bit the, uh, the frightening action. Uh oh. So hold on to your butts for this one, everybody. Oh, jeez. Cause I'm not, I'm not a big spooky guy. Ask Jim. He knows I'm not much of the, the spookies myself. <laughs> not, not my cup of tea. But, uh, but, you know, we're going to get through it together, dear listener. That's how we work here. That's how we do it on the Like That Manga, Read This Manga show. Oh my goodness. So yes. So we are going to dive straight into Sui Ishida's other big series, Tokyo Ghoul. 
So yes, this is Tokyo Ghoul by Sui Yoshida, published by Viz Media and also available on the Shonen Jump app, which I'll be quite honest, is quite surprising. Because especially towards the end of this chapter, now this is a, a seinen series. Like it is published originally in a seinen magazine. This was a seinen title. So for a more mature audience, and it's dealing with older characters than we usually get in Shonen Jump, uh, fair. But it gets a bit, it gets a bit uh, gory and, and, and violent. Oh, violent. Oh my goodness. No, but it gets a bit, it gets a bit gruesome towards the end there. So that, and that kind of throws me off. I'm like, oh my goodness. This is what we usually get in Show to Jump. I'm no prude like Jim. I can handle crazy stuff. But I was surprised that, that you can, anybody can read this on the app. That's where I'm reading it. You can read the whole series and all the Tokyo Ghoul Re as well on the Shonen Jump app. Uh, the best deal in comics, so I'm told. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, just, just bear in mind that towards the end it gets a little bit crazy. But we'll jump into it, nonetheless. We kick things off with a little bit of the status quo in this strange new world that we're seeing. Humans are thought to be at the top of the food chain, but there are beings who hunt them as food. Oh, is this the promised Neverland going on here? Oh my goodness. And we do see uh, some dude having a no good, very bad day. He's he's huffing and puffing. He's on the ground. He's about to get done in, ladies and gentlemen. There's this creepy looking monster coming towards him. These monsters who feed on the dead flesh of humans, they are called ghouls. And we see he begs the ghoul to stop, and the ghoul's just smiling and says no. So, unlucky chap. Oh, jeez. And then we see nice color pages to kick things off, uh, even though it's in black and white. You know how it is. You know how the manga works. And we also see some of the main characters here. We see uh, our buddy Ken. I think that's Ken. It's got it's got a watercolor effect. So it's kind of tricky, like you can make out some of, there's glasses lady, and I think that's the coffee girl, coffee shop girl in the back. Uh, but is that our protagonist, Ken? Ken Kaneki is his name. Is that supposed to be him standing, uh, standing front and center? I don't know. But we do get a nice, uh, another kind of watercolor page here. Uh, and that guy is definitely Ken looking at us. Ooh, with his big head of hair. Oh my goodness, kind of like Mashal. Got the Mashal mushroom hair going on here. Oh jeez. But we get some of the news going on. The remains of a man's body were found on Tanaka Building Street on the 28th. And apparently body fluid... Body fluid? (laughs) Oh no. Believed to have come from a ghoul was also found at the scene. Oh jeez, that's bad news. The authorities have begun investigating this as a ghoul attack, which makes sense if they had ghoul body fluids going on. Yuck. Uh, and they even have ghoul specialist, ghoul researcher Dr. Ogura. He's on the news uh, and he's explaining all of the, the the questions about all these ghouls. It's, it's interesting that like ghouls are known as a part of society and feared as part of society, enough that they have a ghoul researcher here on the news Talking about how scary it is. And the monsters haunted the streets of Tokyo. Oh no. But two guys watching the news aren't exactly very concerned about all this. Uh, this is Ken and his buddy Hide. Two college students here. Uh, and Hide say, The Tanaka building isn't that far from here. Dang. I bet you'd be eaten up before you knew it, Kaneki. Since you're a nerdy weakling. Always reading those weird books. And then Kaneki says, They're not weird. Oh no, and this is Ken Kaneki, Kaneki, college freshman, age 18. 
Uh, and he tries to explain to his buddy Hide, you ought to expose yourself to more good writing. Mm. But Hide, he don't got time for them books with the words. They knock them out in five seconds. Oh, jeez. But going back to the meat and potatoes, Ken brings it back. He says, I've never seen a ghoul before, speaking about all those ghouls. Do they really exist? Those monsters that eat people? And he says, yeah, of course they do. They say that ghouls hide amongst us disguised as humans. They could be closer than you think. And then you turn around in the coffee shop, anybody could be a ghoul. The waiter, the waitresses, the guy in the fancy hat, old man sipping his coffee and shaking, they could all be ghouls. Oh my goodness. And even he is like, you could be a ghoul too, Kaneki. Oh no. But Kaneki's like, yeah, right. If I was a ghoul, you'd be dead already. Oh, jeez Louise. But Ken's still trying to figure it out. He's like, you know, if they are human, if they can pass as human, they're just human shaped, right? So he draws one. He draws actually, like, he's good at the, the reading, but he's also good at the drawing. Because this little demon that he draws is pretty cool. This is probably what they look like. Then he they also draws one, uh, and it's goofy. <laughs> And it's supposed to be Ken, and he's got big nose and weird hair and big ears, and, and Kaneki doesn't like that. But Hide is more worried about the more important topic than the, the crazy ghouls eating everybody. He wants to talk about the cute girls. Where's the cute girl that you've been talking about? Oh my goodness. And Kaneki, he's getting all shy and embarrassed. Keep it down. Stop looking around. And then Hide spots somebody. He spots a cute waitress lady. At working at the coffee shop. I mean, oh, is that her? No, no, no. That's just somebody who works here. And she's got like the, the emo hair, as, <laughs> as Jim likes to say over the one eye. Uh, and she's just looking at them. And Kaneki does think, oh, she is pretty cute though. Oh my goodness. Uh, and then Hide is not subtle at all. Bless him. He, he puts his hands up and says, excuse me. I'd like to make an order. I'll have a cappuccino. What are you going to have, Ken? And Ken, he's shocked. He's like, oh, I'm fine. I don't want anything. Uh, and then this girl, she takes down the order, and then Hide just, he just jumps straight in, doesn't he? He nothing holds this guy back. Can I ask your name? And then she replies, it's Toka Kirishima. And then, really, he goes, I say he goes a little bit too far here, Hide. He grabs her and he's like, Miss Kirishima, do you have a boyfriend? Kirishima's all flustered by this. And then she's like, no, I don't. And then she runs away, uh, and Hide shout, come back, no! But this is just all very shocking to Kaneki. He doesn't like this. He, what are you doing? They're going to get us kicked out. Quit being so obnoxious. Oh, no. And he doesn't want to get kicked out because this place is his one connection to his new girl that he's so infatuated with. Oh, my goodness. And who would have thought that just in the naked time, who comes jingle, jingle into the door, into the coffee shop? But here it is, that that girl that he was talking about. Oh my goodness, isn't she pretty? And then and then he's kind of looking down and he's pointing over there. That's her. Oh my goodness. And he is very shocked by this. And he's like, Kaneki. And then he looks at Kaneki. And, and you know, as a wig man does, he's, he tells it like it is. He keeps him on front street. He puts the hand on the shoulder and he says, look, I'm saying this for your own good, Kaneki. Give up. She's just way too hot for you. If she took those glasses off, she'd be something else. Oh, my goodness. And Kaneki, he's well aware that he might be uh, shooting above his pay grade here. Because he says, I know that. She's out of my league. I'm just happy to be looking at her from afar. Plus, when our eyes meet beneath the glasses, she smiles just a little bit. And then she grins. And then, oh, my goodness, Kaneki's blushing. Oh, jeez. And Kaneki thinks, oh, my goodness, maybe she actually has feelings. 
for me. Oh, oh, blush. But he they, he's telling it like it is again. He's like, you know what? That's that's a bit creepy now, buddy. Kaneki. Kaneki, buddy, old pal. She's forcing a smile just because you're looking at her. And Kaneki doesn't want to believe this. No way. And Hide replies, well, I got to see the girl that you were talking about. But now my time's up. I should get going. Got to go to work. And he says, good luck, dreamer boy. And he waves off. And then he also <laughs> he also says, see you later, Kirishima, uh, the, the coffee lady. And coffee lady is just blushing here. So Hide is just just an absolute menace here. And, and Kaneki's thinking, jerk. Oh, my goodness. And then he says, I'll go back to reading. Because we do know that Kaneki, he does like the books. And he does like the readings. But he does get a, a sneaky peek, get a cheeky glance over the book to look at uh, this new girl with the glasses and she, he's thinking she's obviously gorgeous but there's another reason that I'm attracted to her and we see that oh my goodness glasses girl is also reading books too she's reading Zen Takatsuki an author that I admire and she's reading the same book I am what are the chances oh my goodness Egg of the Black Goat. This is this book from Sen Takatsuki. And then we get a little bit of a, a background on what this book is all about. It's about a cold-blooded female serial killer called the Black Goat and her only son. Although her son is disgusted with his mother's sickness, he eventually has to acknowledge the same cruel impulses that are growing inside him. He is becoming a monster of his own. Oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe this symbolizes something that's going to happen la- later in this very chapter, dear listener. Oh, <laughs> oh no, the layers. I'm, I'm not saying that it's, it's pretty obvious setup, but I'm like, you can connect the dots here and, and even, you know, the news report about the, the demons and what's going on here and the ghouls. I mean, it's not going to take a genius to figure this out. It's blues clues going on here. But yeah, uh, Ken is a big fan, and maybe this glasses girl is a big fan of this book too. And then she starts walking his way because she's got her order, she's got her coffee. And then, oh, she accidentally bumps into Ken and his book, and the book knocks over. And Ken's all apologies, and so is she. Oh, I'm all sorry. Oh, what's this? Egg of the Black Goat, she picks it up. It's really good, isn't it? I'm actually reading it right now too. And she smiles. Oh, and a little, a little wink. Oh my goodness. And Ken is so surprised by all this. So they start, you know, they start talking it up, chatting up over this book, over this drop book leading to a perfect moment. Oh my goodness. And then we see the coffee lady, Kirishima, giving him the side eye here. Very, <laughs> very mysterious out of nowhere. Oh my goodness. But then we move on. It's later on and we're hanging out with Hide once again. And he's surprised. No way. You guys are actually going to go out on a date? I guess everybody gets lucky once in a while. Oh, jeez. And Ken replies, yeah. So her name is Rize Kamishiro. And we're going to talk about our favorite books. And we're going to go on our first date to a bookstore. It's going to be the bookstore date of my dreams, says Ken. And he's got the fantasy on the, on the bookshelves. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if any of those are selling manga. Oh, then, then it would be my dream date. Oh, my goodness. But he's so happy he could die right now. He says, oh, wow. And he, you know, he, he's, he's happy for his buddy. He's like, I don't see what's so great about the bookstore dates, but I hope you have fun. Thumbs up, kid. Oh, my goodness. And then we see back at home, back in Ken's uh, room, uh, lots and lots of bookshelves here and lots of books. He's an avid reader, as it turns out. Oh, my goodness. And he says, Osamu Desai wrote in The Setting Sun, which is 
probably a, a big famous book. This I want to believe implicitly. Man was born for love and revolution. I want to believe that too. As he's munching on his like red bean bun, reading his book. And then he's thinking, oh, what should I wear for my date? Oh my goodness. So he's thinking about all this uh, important stuff. But meanwhile, still on the news, we still get reports of another ghoul attack happening uh, and more body fluid <laughs> body fluid from the ghoul matching the scene uh, from the attack on the 28th so there's and we know that this place is close to where ken and hide are so uh, trouble yes but we do see it is the the fateful day time for a date i suppose they already went to a bookshop and now they're they're going to have some lunch they're eating the spaghettis and they're talking about oh what's your best recommendation for your books oh they love the books uh, and they're talking about how exciting the reading is. Her short stories are good too. But Ken, <laughs> Ken's not really paying attention. He has his eyes on another prize. Oh, jeez. Him and Hide, a bunch of, a bunch of crazy dudes. Because he seems to have all his attention focused on, on Rize Kamashiro and what she's wearing. And specifically, she, he's, he's looking at the boobs. He's looking at the cleavage. You know how it is. You know, 18-year-old college freshman here. Oh, jeez. Rise kind of looks at him and he's like, oh, is everything all right? And it just knocks him out of it. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Oh, my goodness. I was just uh wondering why you're only eating a sandwich. And then, oh, this makes Rise blush. You don't goofed it. You don't, you don't talk about the food to the pretty girls because she's saying, I've been eating too much lately. Oh my goodness, I'm kind of on a diet. Uh, and yes, Ken has goofed it. He starts blushing. And then she says, excuse me, I have to go to the ladies' room. And then she kind of blushes and walks off. Of course, go ahead. But Ken's thinking, she's not fat at all. Oh, jeez. So you, you goofed it, Ken. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, just girls girls not eating the sandwiches. Oh, jeez, and the sandwiches sitting there. But maybe, maybe, maybe this Reese. <laughs> Maybe she has an appetite for something else. You, you see what I'm getting at here? I, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I just saw this coming three miles away. I'm no genius, but it's it's all there, isn't it? Oh, jeez. But we do see walking home, and they're still having the chance to talk. Oh, we, we got the same blood type AB, mine too. Oh, my goodness, what a coincidence. Our taste in literature is the same. So is our blood type. So is our age. We got so much in common. So Ken is just desperate for all these connections and she just kind of smiles and he's like oh this is going kind of well as he's as he's thinking and walking along and then oh somebody walks by oh it's coffee lady with the emo eyes out of nowhere what's up Tawuka? and she just kind of looks back at ken nothing so what is going on <laughs> what's going on with coffee lady everybody why what's with these side eyes I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into that as we continue on with this series but it's very strange in this chapter but it's the end of the date, and, and Ken said, oh, thank you so much. And then, oh, no, thank you. I had fun. So Rise and Ken both having a good time. Well, I'm going to go this way, says Ken. Uh, but then Rise, she looks kind of anxious. And she says, oh, I live a bit past Takaka Building Street. And we do know that Takaka Building Street, that was where all the body fluid ghoul attacks happened. Oh, jeez. Did you hear about what happened there recently? Yes, the ghoul. It's been bothering me. I can hardly sleep at night. And then her trembling fingers, she's very worried. I've been afraid to go home alone. Oh my goodness. So, you know, Ken steps up and he, he decides to walk her home. And then I suppose he decides to spend the time telling about how fun times they'd be having with Hide. I mean, what 
girls are going to want to hear about this goofy. And then we all start firing the bottle rockets at Healy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Start talking about the books again. Jeez. Uh, but she's like, oh, that's so mean. It sounds kind of fun, too. And then, and then Ken says, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I have some drawings that I, that me and Healy did about these ghouls on the news. I mean, why, why are you going to show this girl? She does not care about this. But he decides to pull him out anyway. And he's, oh, yeah, look, here's mine, and here's one that my buddy Hine did. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, this, I know this is his first date, but I, I would not be bringing this up with this girl who has no interest in this. But she says, oh, wow, that drawing's actually pretty, pretty good, really good. And Hine's is rather unique, which is a polite way of saying things. It's strange, though, isn't it, that you and I are walking together all because of Takasuki's book. I think it's kind of amazing. And she's blushing again. And then Ken just looks at her. And then she looks at him with big eyes. And then she embraces him. She grabs onto him tight. Oh my goodness. And this surprising to Ken. The heartbeat, but dump, but dump. Oh my goodness. And she says, Kaneki, the truth is, I noticed the way you've been looking at me. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and Kaneki, I've been watching you too as she goes like evil 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 eyes mode creepy creepy black beach bubble mode and then chomp city on kaneki bites down onto his shoulder like like it's the walking dead over here oh no she bit me huh kaneki and like we see it was the white background but then now we go into the black and uh, the black page the black borders this is very grim Dark stuff going on here. Oh, jeez. And he's surprised. What? She bit me? Her eyes. And her eyes have gone like full demon. Well, full ghoul mode, I suppose, if we're keeping it correct. Who saw this coming? Oh, jeez. But yeah, she said, oh, my goodness. Delicious. Oh, no. Are you all right? And that's her That's her spooky uh, ghoul voice, by the way, everybody. Obviously, Ken is very surprised and anxious about all this. He falls to the ground. Wow! Oh, jeez. He got a chunk out of him. He's got a chip on the shoulder after that one. Oh, jeez. Uh, and Demon Google Rise, Hey, Kaneki, there's a scene I really like in Egg of the Black Goat. She's talking about that book that they do be reading. It's the one where the black goat rips out the guts of a man trying to run away. No matter how many times I read that part, it gets me <laughs> so excited. And she's having problems. She's slurping on the blood. Oh, jeez. This is, maybe this is where the fluid's coming from. I don't know. Something creepy. He, <laughs> your expression's so beautiful. As we see, his expression is just absolute panic and fear. Uh, beautiful, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I understand. How could you have known? You could never have guessed that I was a ghoul. And then we see, oh, jeez, she's got the spider arms coming out. She's got the hunchback going. So really, not so pretty anymore. Unless you like the creepy ghoul monsters, I suppose. But it's looking pretty spooky. Kaneki, he, he's not he's not happy, obviously. By this surprising turn of events, uh, he's very shocked and panicking. Oh, Kaneki excite me and she's got the smiles and Kaneki a, a wise move decides to run away as fast as possible why he's screaming she's not gonna let her prey get away that easy is she oh no ha ha come back and she's got her like venom tendril spider arms coming out from behind oh my goodness 
And Kaneki's just thinking, what was that? What was that? What did she say? Oh my goodness. g g g g g g g g g g g g g g and, uh-oh, he's running, but one of the Venom tendrils grabs onto his leg, starts pulling him back, starts pulling him back. Oh, she's dragging him along. I got you, she says, as she leans over. Kaneki, you've never felt a ghoul's claws before, have you? Real tendrily, creepy, crickety, cracky things. Relax, I'll gouge out your insides gently. Tee-hee. And, uh, and Kaneki's screaming. Ah, he's screaming. And then, and then a handy misplaced pen, ballpoint pen on the ground. Uh, and he goes, stab city. He goes, shank city with the pen. This is all he can do to defend himself. And he, uh, stabs it into one of her tendril dealies. And then they get running again. And she's just following him. And he's thinking, I'm such an idiot. Thinking back now, her bumping into me, asking me out on a date. It was all calculated. Come on, Kaneki. We saw this coming. We saw this coming from, like, page 10. Get with the times, Kaneki. I know you get all excited with the books and all this, but come on, Kaneki. Jeez. Uh, but yes, he needs to get out of here. He's running, but that's not going to be so easy because he gets proper, oh, impaled here. Like, shink. The, the tendrils go into him. Uh, he's <laughs> he's not looking so hot. He goes, and the tendrils send him slamming, wham, into the wall. Uh, and this, we say, ghoul lady comes walking towards, Are you already dead? Hee hee hee. I like bodies like yours, Kaneki. Uh, and apparently Kaneki is just the right amount of fat, not so muscular, so you're lean and tender. I wonder if you'll taste better than the two I ate earlier this week. So there you go. There you have it. She was chomp, chomp, chomping on all those uh, victims earlier on, which is probably why she wasn't so hungry for our sandwiches when she just had the, the man buffet earlier on, I suppose. <laughs> you know, the, the body fluids, all that stuff. But then, uh-oh, now this is real out of the blue. I mean, you might have seen the, the ghoul attack coming, but I don't think anybody saw this coming because we see something coming from up above, <clears throat> says uh, we say ghoul lady, and then wham, out of nowhere, some steel girders just come flying down on top of her. Squish City. I mean, she is done in here. And she's just, oh my goodness. She's, she's in a bad way after this. Why me? Uh, and then the eyes roll. Yeah, she's she's done in. The hand under the girder. And, and Kaneki just kind of uh, passing out here, bleeding out. And then everybody's like, what, what's going on? You see that? Somebody fell under the, the beams. Oh, no, I mean, you see a crane. So did the did the beams fall out of the crane? I don't know. Like, what? who is Kaneki's guardian angel crane operator here that's able to drop some steel beams out of the blue? Pretty handy. But yes, oh my goodness, somebody call an ambulance! And then we see Kaneki uh, passing in and out of consciousness here, black and white. And then he's he's in the hospital. What's going on? And we see the doctors. Oh my goodness, he has the injuries, the abdominal injuries. He needs the organ transplants. Now, I understand this is an emergency, but some crazy stuff happens here. I mean, the doctors say, we'll use her organs because their blood type matches. There we go. We do know the AB. Kaneki's so out of it. He does not. He's drifting in and out of consciousness. Uh, and they explain that they, they can't reach his family, but without their consent, they can't just use organs like that. Uh, and he doesn't know what's going on. Oh, I can hear our voices. But the doctor says, 
Dr. Kano, we have no other choice. So, I mean, like, desperate times call for desperate measures. But I don't, I don't even know how many organs... You know, if you get squished city by a couple... Of, now, a couple of steel beams, mind you. And those are pretty heavy, last time I checked. And, I mean, that's squished city. I don't know how good these organs are going to be for, for, for reuse. But, apparently, good to go. And, uh, apparently, they don't need to, to ring the parents and be like, Hey, can we stuff a kidney into your son? Cheers. You know... <laughs> I know, desperate times, I suppose. But really, unexpected. We weren't expecting this. What are they talking about, thinks Kaneki. We can't let him die. I'll accept full responsibility. So at least the doctor is, uh, you know, handling business that way. Transplant her organs into him. And then we get a, a creepy, creepy, kind of saucy panel out of nowhere. With creepy Rise Gua lady grabbing onto... Uh, onto Kaneki naked body oh it's spooky and Kaneki thinks I'm not the protagonist of a book or anything ho ho a little bit on the nose there oh my goodness I'm just a normal college student who likes to do the readings his pulse is stable says to doctors and Kaneki thinks but if I were to write a book with me as the main character the operation was a success and Kaneki thinks it would be a tragedy because we see beep 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 goes the machines and, uh, and he opens up his eye and his left eye is all demon eye like Rise was oh no so he has the, the ghouls inside of him he has the ghoul kidneys oh jeez that makes him I don't know I don't know what that makes him does that make him part like is it like vampire I don't know like if you get a bit of Demon, the demon fluids, idiot, or the ghoul fluids, does that make you ghoul? Does that make you, you got the ghoul eyes? So is he gonna be chowing down on, on dudes now instead of sandwiches? Like, these are the big questions here, I suppose. <laughs> but that is the end of the, of the chapter as well. That, wow, wow, we, those last couple of pages, didn't they come out of nowhere? Oh my goodness. But yes, that is the end of Tokyo Ghoul chapter one. Tragedy. Tragedy is the title. And I suppose it's a fitting, uh, title because uh, as Ken said it is a tragedy he's the only one that knows that he's got the the ghoul kidneys in him after Squish City so and, and I suppose he didn't even know that ghouls were a real thing he thought that they were just a rumor at the start of the story at the start of the chapter but uh, he had a rude awakening didn't he oh my goodness all because he was reading them books there you go he should have just he should have just stuck with creepy coffee lady with the with the emo hair staring at him all the time i don't know what that's about but a, a lot of interesting stuff set up here in this first chapter if you look at it this first chapter is about half the length of what Chojin X was and Chojin X had a lot of spinning plates going on as well and like some weird stuff like the plane stuff going on and stuff like that so me and and it wasn't all connected and i think there's a couple of things here as well like i don't know what's going on with the the coffee lady girl like there's some mysteries going on there so so it, it can she see who the ghouls are perhaps and that's when she saw ken walking into the danger zone with with creepy rize but she didn't do anything so there's a lot of mysteries going on here and he they just being a menace to society like he usually is but it's very intriguing i mean i just it's it's a bit slow at the start i will admit like at the coffee shop because uh, it's just a lot of talking heads but that's all to set up the the exposition and the payoff the big payoff you might have seen it coming let's be honest we're not all as love struck as ken 
you know, we, we could kind of see that it was going to go down the ghoul way. Uh-oh. And, and we say got a little bit freaky at the end. And not the good type of freaky, if you know what I mean. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> the ghoul fluids, you know how it is. Jeez. Uh, but, you know, I, I got to admit, I was not seeing Steel Girder Wingman coming in for the clutch. And then the, the, the ghoul kidneys. Wow. That was unexpected. So now he's... Part ghoul. I knew that he was like, I knew there was some ghoul stuff going on with Kaneki. Because even from like, everybody wears, in, in the conventions, you see they all wear the masks. This was before everybody was wearing masks. And just because they had to. They were wearing the mask with the teeth. You know, you know that Tokyo ghoul teeth thing? So maybe that's what Kaneki has to wear the teeth mask because he's got the ghoul kidneys in him. Uh, so, very interesting. <laughs> A tragedy. Who is he going to read his books with now? Oh, jeez. He does not read any books. Oh, maybe this coffee lady will come in. I'm sure that's all going to be set up. Uh, and, of course, this is a, a big series, lots of chapters, uh, and very popular as well. Uh, and I can see where that popularity comes from because everybody like Chojin X, and that's set up a lot. And this chapter sets up a lot here in half the pages. And why it does, like, a little bit by the numbers, a little by the book at the start with the coffee encounter, and the, and the lady that's kind of into you. Oh, jeez, everybody saw that one coming. But nobody saw Steel Girder and Ghoul Kidneys coming. So that, that has, I gotta admit, like, I was, I was so, so as we were going, but really those last couple of pages, that's really gripped my attention. You know, that's, and it was kind of like what happened with Children X. Those last couple of splash pages really grabbed your attention there. And this predicament that Ken Kaneki finds himself in now, uh, this tragedy, as he was saying, uh, is very interesting. You know, color me interested by this whole thing, even though it's in black and white. That's the way Mac is. Oh my goodness. I could go with an 8 out of 10. I was like probably on like a 7, 7.5 until those last couple of pages, but that really, that really tickled my fancy. That really, oh my goodness. Unexpected, wasn't it? Jeez. So like, I'm still very surprised and that's really interesting me now. So, you know, maybe I'll go and pick up one of them box sets. And check out the whole story. Find out what that weird teeth mask dealie is going on. And what's up with Coffee Lady. Oh, jeez. And, and read some more books. I don't know. But yeah, I think this is a, a interesting, very interesting uh, first chapter. And if you're a fan of Chojin X, I'm sure if you're a fan of Chojin X, you've probably read all the Tokyo Ghouls and Tokyo Ghoul Rees. But if you haven't, uh, check this out. Because maybe if you're a big complaint with the with the chapter was that it's a little bit long too long in the tooth as we were saying this first chapter is a, a much tighter package i would say uh, and while i'm not crazy about the spooky stuff so when it did get a bit spooky uh you know it was a bit too spooky for me <laughs> and chojin x did impress me more i like the world going on more in chojin x but this chapter really surprised me especially towards the end so I'm pleasantly surprised by this. I could go, I could go eight out of ten, maybe even eight point five. I don't know. Those last couple of pages really shocked me and really, really got me going. So yeah, maybe eight point five. Let's let's go with eight point five. Uh, so I think solid read, uh, and I'm definitely intrigued to to find out more about what's going on with Kaneki and Coffee Lady and all this other stuff. Oh my goodness, it gets a very intrigued thumbs up from me. Oh my goodness, thank you for listening to Luke's. Like that, read this on the Weird Science Manga Podcast. Now, you got to do three things before you go, before I let you go. Number one, head on over to Weird Manga on the Twitters. 
and follow us and we will follow you back. That is the weird science way of doing business. Uh, and it is, of course, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest manga news. Oh boy. Uh, number two, while you're at it, you will notice that on the Twitter, we have a link to our weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com email address. And through that, you can send us all of your questions and your queries. Uh, you will read them all out as we do. You send us in your top sevens, send in your requests, and you might get added to the Manga Monday recommendation list. Oh my goodness. And last of all, last but not least, check out the Weird Science Manga Podcast Patreon, where you can get access to the full Manga Monday experience. 14 early access episodes with new episodes added every week for your listening pleasure. It is just that easy. But I want to thank everybody for listening and to stay tuned to the Weird Science Manga Podcast for more manga goodness.